Welcome to Worlds Collide, the wrestling card podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans, featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer, I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger and better collection and making some money along the way. What is up, wrestling fans, trading card collectors, back once again. It's another week, and guess what? It's another episode of This Is Your Card. World Tony- Collide presents. <laughs> this is the Tony Vela edition. We're going to talk about Tony Vela cards today. Actually, no, just we're kidding. not. No, we're not. Not, <laughs> you, not yet. Do you have any cards? Do I have any cards? Yes. Of me it, personally? Yeah. Do you have any no. trading cards? I, I have one or two of myself. I have zero cards of myself. I'm going to have to post pictures of mine one of these days, but not today. We're talking about Big E. Before we get started on that, if you guys like our shows, if you're enjoying the like 30 seconds that we've already been talking about and bantering about having fun here, please subscribe, tell a friend about the show and links below for any other information you need with us, social media, ways you can show your support monetarily. Anyway, moving on. Let me tell, let me, let me tell you a little bit something about this show first off. We're talking about how you can support this show. Let me talk a little bit about it. I don't, I don't mean to go on to this because I know this is called, you know, this is your card uh, segment, which, you know, people seem to like this, which I'm really happy about. Um, but supporting the show. Um, we do appreciate it when you support the show. Uh, yes. we, we try to be a little bit different than other shows. There, there's not a lot of wrestling card content out there. Um, we're not as structured. We're not as formatted as some of the other shows like that. We like to keep it real loose. We do have bullet points of things to cover when we talk, but we keep things loose. We do go on tangents in different directions sometimes. Absolutely. Off the rails a bit. <laughs> That's what makes it fun, I yep. think, is, instead of just like this structured format. That's just our way of doing things like that. So not, I'm not knocking anybody else's uh, way they do stuff like that uh, because I think that all their stuff is so polished. And, and I say that like so many different shows I'd say that about, but um, uh, you know, we just have fun here. We try to have fun. Um, maybe I'm the comedy. I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of comedy. Um, I also want to say before we get into this since you're talking about it, once again, call to action, please start making more wrestling card content. If you're out there and you've ever wanted to do it, get started. Come talk to me and Tony, send us DMs about if you need some help getting started, whatever it is, happy to help, you know, continue to just grow the hobby. So would gladly else? be a guest on your new show, whoever is out there in yeah. uh, podcast world. Um, I, just whatever it takes to spread the words of, of, of wrestling cards. And um, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I want to see. So um, we go back to our regularly scheduled program of this is your card, 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 card. <laughs> Wow, that was a good intro. I like it. <laughs> All right, Big E. So um, at the time of this recording, uh, a lot of you guys, I don't know if you guys know or don't know, we usually record a lot of these episodes in batches. So at the time of this recording, we are on the heels of WWE Day 1, Big E dropping the belt to the beast, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I was super excited about that, but I'm a huge Brock Lesnar guy. If you go on social media, and this could be, you know, I'm not going to get too far into this because this could be another topic for another day. Wrestling, wrestling fans are crying. Biggie got the shaft. You know, they're treating this like it's real life and he deserves it and all these things. So I want to tie that in with wrestling cards and it's going to be an interesting discussion. So based on trading card database, which we don't know, we know is not always completely accurate. There could be some before, some after, some things that were missed approximately 693 so let's just say 700 cards 
Biggie's been around for a while. Does that seem like a low number to you? Um, compared keep to it, some other keep, stuff we've had. Yeah, keep in mind, this is also covering like parallels and printing plates and stuff like that. I guess maybe in the grand scheme of things, I guess it does seem a little low, you know, when you compare um, people who've been in the business as long as he has. Yeah. I guess. Um, but then again, when we did the beefcake one, which is what kicked us off, I mean, how many cars were uh, the beefcake? Uh, Do you remember? I'm sorry. I still can't believe we started off with Brutus the Beefcake <laughs> when we did this. That's hey, so cool. Hey, but that's the perfect person to open your card. That's right. <laughs> He's the that's opening right. match, man. Yep. Um, uh, but I, yeah, it seems a little low to me, I guess. But then again, with... Uh, I think as we go through, we're going to find out, I mean, he hasn't been around, you know, 10 years yet. Yeah. So jump into it. Rookie card, first card. What do you got? 2013 best of WWE. I wonder if that's the same one I picked because I thought mine was like a flagship, but it might be considered best of. Uh, also 2013, I would lean towards um, a gold parallel or an auto like Tony is talking about. I think you, really in so you you would call an auto or a gold parallel as a rookie card. Oh yeah, yeah. When I look at rookie cards, okay, let's let's look at modern rookie cards. Uh, I personally am not a big fan of base, like the base rookie card. Now, if you want to go back to you know, we've talked a lot about the Bret Hart '87 tops. Yeah, that is clearly it's a base card. It's a rookie card. Um, I, I'm. I guess if you want to compare it, I'm a little bit more, um, I lean a little bit more to the sticker of the same year. That could be considered a parallel, I guess. Okay. So it's one of those things where if there's a base rookie card and it's the only thing out there, then yeah, I'm going to go for it. But if there's a parallel version, I'm definitely going for something, uh, you know, if I like the color or I like the rarity. Um, but again, put that beside the point, the auto here is really the big thing. Like, um, if, if I have the option of getting the same base card that's a rookie card or essentially the same image, the same card, and it's an auto, I'm going to go with the auto. Well, yeah. I mean, but I'm just looking at it from a strictly base, uh, base card standpoint. So like that, I mean, that's kind of where I would go for what I would call its first card. I consider that um, it's got to be the base card for me, but I see what you're saying though, too. I, I, I like that set that, uh, that I picked for the 2013 best of, because uh, it also uh, features his first official autograph card. Yeah, yeah. That's um, a lot of times when I'm looking at these rookie cards, like that's just what I would choose if I was picking it. Yeah, you know, it's the whole point of the show. Um, it's, I usually always try to stay within that first year though. So yes. as long as it's something within that first year, uh, I always advise pick the one you like, regardless of what it's worth, regardless of anybody else likes it. If it's a pink zebra disco shiny parallel whatever it is like if that's what you like of that version of card that's fine because Sounds very it, specific of something you must own uh, panini does a lot of stuff like that that's <laughs> why i said that like i just pulled out of like six of their parallels and put them into one so <laughs> get ready wrestling fans because that's what's coming down your direction maybe even by the time you hear this i don't know we never know what's going on with this panini stuff so um i think you know we're pretty much on the same page just pick something from 2013 preferably yeah. i think we both picked autos. I had originally thought when I had to do a little bit of homework on this, I originally thought, is he in a F FCW? FCW, set? yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought maybe he might have been in one. So I, I went to this handy dandy website called wrestlingtradingcards.com and I checked out those sets and I did not see anything about him in there. Man, how long has that site been around and people still don't know? It's, um, 20 weeks, no, 20 years. 
<laughs> 20 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. About, uh, about 20 years now. So moving on favorite card. What do you got? Um, you know, <laughs> surprisingly, <laughs> uh, when I, when I did my notes for this, I like some of the, the old, uh, the, well, I say the old now, cause it's not going to be around anymore. Uh, the top slam, even though people don't really consider Ooh, them cards. Good call. good call. I like the top slam designs. They were so cool looking. They just, um, uh, like they had one uh, called like the guardian. Mm-hmm. I really liked that was a cool design of his. Uh, they did one. Uh, what do they have one? They're called. Um, they had a museum, a museum one. They, yeah. line they did. Mm-hmm. I really liked that one. It was really cool. Um, but if I had to do like a, a physical card, I, I really liked the, the brand new, the 2021 transcendent card. Yeah. Yeah. The- I, just, I, just, I just like how it all, it's just so it's simple. Yeah. It's got the nice cool border on it. I just love the design. It looks really cool. And it's a nice shot of him. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at with mine. Uh, the problem I ran into that I was looking at a lot of his cards from anything from a base card on flagship all the way up to transcendent and everything in between. The, the thing I was really struggling with was, okay, this card has an amazing design. It has a cool color, a parallel, whatever. The autograph looks great. But then I would look at the image and it would be terrible. It's It'd a horrible like, shot. Most of his cards are, are horrible. They're terrible. So what I decided on was the 2015 Topps Heritage NXT call-up. It's card number 14. And the reason I picked it is because it's just a basic design, but the image on it, he's like, he's flexing out. He's like fired up. It's the most like pro wrestling shot that you could, you could decide on. Like, so that's why I ended up with, you know, and there were some others where it was more like big E new day where he's like pointing and smiling. And I'm like, I get it. But at the same time, like, you know, when I think of wrestlers, I think of like menacing guys I don't want to mess with. And when and I see also it, not, it really wasn't his character anyways. I no. mean, he, he started off as a bodyguard type of guy, you know, you know, bully, then got into the New Day stuff. He got to be a little more open and be, I think, more of himself, I think. And um, people started really liking him then. Um, but I just I wanted something of him, just him. Right. Not, I want I didn't want a New Day thing. I wanted I wanted Big E. And so uh, when I was looking at different things like that, I came across something you did, which is what we're going to get to here in our, you know, our, our least favorite cards. Of his, like that. And that was kind of a, a lot of my, his cards were like my least favorite cards because they were just so. Yeah, again, go ahead. And some, let's, let's go into that. Jump ahead. I mean, some, I mean, uh, just just stuff throughout the years, man. He's just uh, cool designs. A, a lot of, like you said, a lot, yep. a lot of cars he have are cool designs, but I just couldn't connect with the pictures uh, of him like that. I mean, I wanted to see, you know, what I liked, which was, you know, seeing like the physical, of uh, you know, mm-hmm. transcendence like that. But, um, it's, and a lot of times too, they were, they were action shots. You know, I was him. just going to say that. Yeah. Um, and so, and honestly, I'm not an action shot kind of guy. I'm more into the, you know, uh, some kind of a stage, you know, like a shot or maybe some kind of a pose, but, uh, in like an in-ring mid-action type stuff, they've never really been my favorite things. Even like, you take a cool move like a pilot driver or do the pedigree or something like that. Mm. You know, those are all kind of cool things, but I just, uh, I mean, they're cool, but it's not my, it's not my flavor. Well, and even like I could go either way on action shots. Generally, I'm not as big of a fan of them like you, but even these action shots, like they're terrible. They're, they're like him belly flopping or him like, you know, yeah. dude, I don't know. It's just very strange. I mean, if you go like, I mean, depends on, I mean, when I say action shots too, I'm usually talking like, 
in-ring type of maneuver things, doing an arm bar right. or something like that, or some kind of a suplex or something. Uh, you know, you go back and look at like the DX stuff like that, but you know, them doing a crotch, you know, crotch chop, that's something different, like more of an action thing. Sure. That's why I like those motion cards. That they, at the lenticular ones. Yeah, yeah. lenticular ones are like their own. <laughs> and it's just uh, it so cool, but. They were, the, just, they were the original Top Shot moments. That's exactly right. That's right. <laughs> we got to go ahead and put a serial number on those things. Um, and then uh, um, it's just, uh, I don't know. I've never been a fan of action shots. I really like the pose shots more. And it's such like a pose shot in the ring. Like, you know, that's why I, I like the biggie one. Like he's like kind of hulking out a little bit. It's yeah. like that, you know, but it's a cool shot of him. So, yeah, I'm with you. Just um, I, I've just got sporadic tops releases that were, like flagship or you know nxt or money in the bank like there's just so many there the car design's terrible or it's just maybe it's not terrible but it's basic and there's nothing to write home about compound combine that with like just horrible images um nothing against big e it's just what the, the images they decided to use so you got a bad design and a bad image put those together not a great card and unfortunately there's a lot of those with big e now yeah. i do want to stop and say there are a lot of Big E fans out there. And regardless of what we say, if you're listening to this and you PC Big E or you're thinking about it, these cards still matter because that's one thing that's different about super collecting and player collecting that opens up a whole new world and a whole new aspect of these cards. We may be saying they're terrible. We don't like an image, whatever. But guess what? Those cards are still important, especially to someone's PC if they're super collecting. So um, just because we don't like something, if you're collecting Big E, go ahead and go out and get these. Maybe you like them for a different reason than what we do. That's okay. Um, I just wanted to throw that out there, though, because I think there's kind of this um, misconception out there a little bit that base cards don't matter and you know cards that aren't worth a million dollars don't matter. Which no, in, that's, why, you know, that's why I love about wrestling cards, and we've yeah. talked about this before in other episodes where um with wrestling you have a particular superstar that you're you attach yourself to that you like and there's a reason why obviously that you like that person whatever your reasons may be and um so just because i don't like a, uh, action shots per se uh doesn't mean that some of my stuff in my collection for kurt angle stuff right. i have some action shots and hands like that they're not my favorite cards of his but i do enjoy them because they do tell a story to me of something that is important to me because i like oh i remember this match or i remember that event that kind of thing so you know collect what you like even if you know we don't like a particular image doesn't mean you're not going to like it i mean just you know go with what you uh you feel comfortable with what you well like. and the another thing to kind of close that that thought out like there's some carrying cross stuff i have and I like, it's mostly, you know, there's some stuff in NXT that's action shots yep. and it's not really that great. But when I get one that I don't have, I get just as excited as when I get an auto or when yeah, I get someone, a, you know, somebody sent me a recent little batch of uh, Dexter Loomis cars and they were all NXT in ring shot mm -hmm. type stuff of him and other people's like that. And I go, I'm not usually a fan of this kind of stuff. I'm, I mean, it's in, it's in ring stuff like that, but I'm just so cool. It's so cool to have it. It's like, yeah. it's just, I'm, I'm still psyched to have it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I'm psyched um, that someone even thought of me first off and then yeah. someone, uh, you know, and then to have it in my collection now. Yeah. So again, uh, I encourage everybody out there, pick somebody, Hogan, Rock. Sure. If you want to go with like that, that era, Cena, Austin, Dexter Loomis. Oh wait, no, we don't want to do that. We don't want to compete with Tony, Big E, yeah, New Day, whoever it is. Pick somebody. Send me all your Loomis cards, people. Send them all to me. There you go. Send all the, and I'll take 
Well, you have to contact me because I've got like a, a large amount of carrying cross now, but that's beside the point. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Let's move on to the cards to invest in. And no, we are not paying you for investment advice. No, we're not oh. professionals, but we play some <laughs> on, on YouTube and on the podcast. <laughs> You want to go? You want me to go? Yeah, I think I think we're probably going to be on the same page of the auto, the 2013 autos. Yep, I, I agree. It's, it's a great lineup, but uh, well, the, the 2013 Best of WWS, the name of the set. Um, it, it it's got a great lineup of people. Uh, it's got 13 different stars that uh, it's kind of across the board of like some legends and other things like that, and some a lot of first time signers in that set too. Um, it, it's a Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Yep, Roman Reigns. Yeah. That's one that a lot of people chase. I had one. I traded it away, but is it? I think all of this shield in that is in that one. I think. Yes. Yeah, aren't mm-hmm. they? Yeah. Yep. So it's got an Ambrose and a Rollins in there too. I think. Ooh, just thought of something. Could that set eventually turn into the equivalence of the 2002 Flair Royal Rumble? Could. That's a good point. Could. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> I don't know if Biggie is that for you know is Biggie like the Batista of the group where he's maybe he's a huge huge superstar. He's got the belt, but oh man, not- I can't wait till I, I have I can't wait till one day we cover his cards like that because there's so much I want to talk about with that guy. Batista, yeah. Oh hey, let's let's put that down to do it on the next one. Okay, let's do it. Let's do All it. right, done. All right, um, the other one I want to mention and it's a little bit cheating is New Day Triple Auto. And I say that because there are so many people out there that are devoted New Day fans. I don't get it personally, but there I've seen those triple autos. Like people will pay a pretty good amount of money for those. Uh, they won't pay so much for the singles. So like you could say, you know, let's just take uh, let's take a random undisputed set. You could say, oh, I've got a, you know, Xavier, Kofi, and Big E autos each one, and I can put them all three together. But for some reason, people don't pay the same as they do for sticker autos if they're all on the same card. So I just thought that was something that, you know, somebody might want to look at if you're more of a fan of Big E from the New Day era, as opposed to either before or what he's doing currently. Yeah, I, the New Day stuff seems to just get more uh, attention, I guess. And, and individually, they don't seem to do as well from a collectability standpoint as they do collectively. Yeah, that's uh, so it's weird. weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of New Day, I'll just take the next topic: cards we could create. This is actually usually my favorite. You know, <laughs> we, we we talked about you know creating the Paul Heyman card with the phone and the barbed yeah, wire relics least, stuff like that. Like we keep, we keep going with these relics, and once again, for me, like that continues in this episode. I would want like if you look at the New Day, like their gear, they're always one thing I like is it's always very very vibrant. It reminds me of like those Lisa Frank folders in the nineties where it just had like these animals and unicorns. It was like crazy colors. And yep. So I would like to see a card where the entire design of the base. So the entire background of the card looks like a Lisa Frank folder, which essentially <laughs> looks like new day gear, but then it had a, you know, a, I would, I, you know, you'd have to kind of have an interesting 
picture biggie because like in the new day he's like fun jokey pointing you know but like i don't like that version i like the kind of you know hard tough tough as nails sure. version of biggie so it might be a little bit contradicting putting that image on this card but the real image of this card if you could do it you got the you got the lisa frank stuff you got the color but it would have a pancake relic that's right when the, <laughs> i don't know how you're going to do this but if they can do if they can do dirt from you know the undertaker and aj styles match surely they can put a moldy pancake in there somehow it has to be like uh, put in there and sealed so that it doesn't get yeah uh, you know it doesn't go bad it's that's yeah. funny yeah <laughs> ring used pancake ring that's used pancake you could get me to drop some serious money for you know something weird like that i think you know i, I would be more opt to prime example was the um heritage short print roman reigns with the dog on it like i'm a huge fan of the bully breeds yeah and i really connect so and you know i think if there were more wrestling cards out there that were just so strange that was like this is so weird i've got to have it uh for me for my card to create you kind of got to go back and it's like that on you know saying like individually and have a new day thing i, I kind of would make it a new day thing for him actually for my Here, particular we're both doing the new day stuff it's funny <laughs> yeah i i figured i would i'm kind of inspired but my idea is kind of inspired by what i saw recently in the uh undisputed with the uh the matchbook theme oh yeah mm -hmm. and i like that i like the matchbook themes like that where it's done in a matchbook style type thing where on one side of it it would be a triple signature of all three of them and matter of fact let me revise myself because i have my notes uh, just make it big e make it make it just big e on one side um uh, again and i want to borrow now from yours with the, the cool design with the bright colors like that uh of his and just kind of have on the other side almost like uh something significant maybe him win the world title on the other side like and an image like an, an image on okay. the one side and the other side is a relic of the outfit worn from what from that from that championship match that he won with a, call. With, a, with a signature on it that'd be great yeah that's so it's, it's a matchbook where it just kind of opens up and it tells a story it just open it up and once i got the signature and the relic uh with something in the background with bright you know maybe maybe not maybe not even bright maybe something that's just a nice design that has like him off in the upper corner something like that whatever and the other side is a shot from the match like that where he's got the holding the belt up or something like that you know that's a great design like that's some that would be in like that that would be some high end you know who knows maybe panini starts putting out stuff like that they do i mean have, if you're if you're a biggie collector that'd be kind of like yeah. a, it's a and and this if this ends up being his one and only you know uh world title run um it, what, a, what a cool moment to have if to like capture that have it and like i said on one side with you know holding the belt up and the other side with the signature and the piece of that outfit that he's wearing in that match whatever um and some cool design on it's like that to really kind of make it a centerpiece for your collection even if it was i i i like your idea way better but even if this was like a something realistic that say panini or tops could do and they just did a you know basic mat relic the fact that that mat was still part of that match yeah and that you could open it and tell that story as you said that would still be amazing i think that's something that's very underrated people are not considering is mat relics from specific events yeah because like it, it, it tells a story it's what you do you're like i have a piece 
of the mat that was in this massive event. That's why I um, loved all those old FLIR ones, even the ring mat right. ones, because the back would always tell you this mat, this mat was used at, uh, you know, Royal Rumble, blah, blah, yep. blah, it's like that. So it's like, ah, it kind of just, it puts me right there at that particular pay-per-view, whether I saw it live or not. It's just like, I remember that now. I yep. remember it, so. Exactly. Now, something to think about if you guys are out there looking for, you know, wrestling cards, a little bit off the beaten path. So uh, I told, I started the show, by talking about the, I guess, fans of Big E that think he got ripped off or, you know, the ones that are, you know, collectors of his cards. Where do you think the future for Big E wrestling cards goes? You want me to be honest about it? It's just... This, is, this isn't Tony Shoots Part 3, but sure. No, it's just, uh, I don't see it going up. I don't see a huge upside uh, value-wise from an investment standpoint. If you're a collector, it doesn't matter what the value is. It's just if you're a fan, you're collecting because you love that character, yep. and that's what's most important: is that you follow and love that character, and this, this is what you collect. But if you're looking into it from a monetary standpoint, I just don't see a whole lot of upside. Well, I know there is a lot of upside, but I don't see a whole lot of growth happening for. Yeah. Money wise, like I, I, I don't, I don't know why that is. I don't know why you have a collective community of people who are rooting for someone who's super nice guy. Obviously, I mean, if you watched anything about him, you know, from behind the scenes, so I, nice, super nice guy, and and probably and rightfully does probably deserve a run. Um, he's a good, he's a good wrestler. He's a good wrestler. He's a good wrestler. So good. I mean, he's a he's a brute force kind of guy, it's like that, who moves pretty good for a big guy. I mean, yeah. Um, but. You know, did, did he get shafted in his booking? Was his booking not that great? It doesn't sound like it was. I don't watch the product, so I really don't know. Uh, but seeing highlights and reading reviews like that, it does sound like he got kind of like, eh, he really didn't have a, you know, a really great run. It's like, ah, oh, they gave him the belt, shut us up, now we move on kind of thing, you know. Um, I, I don't know. It, I, I just don't know if he has um, any long-term value, like someone I would invest my money into. And it's a shame because there's so many former world champions of people yeah. out there that just don't seem to hold value. And I don't understand why that is. Well, you open up a lot of, a lot of cans of worms on this one. Maybe <laughs> not necessarily all negative, but just it makes me question things. So let's start with Biggie himself. Um, if you're a Biggie collector, again, I said, if you're a super collector, player collector, if you're just like, maybe you collect people with belts, maybe you want something from a significant event, all of like, go for it. Like buy all the biggie cards. It's like, you know, me, me and Tony talking about our Loomis and cross collections. Like we're, we're fans. We're going to keep buying the cards. We don't care whether they have belts or whether they're on TV or anything like that. We're, we're having fun. So if that's kind of where you're at, then go for it. Uh, as far as like value, I don't think it can get any worse. So if you like, for some reason, truly believe that, you know, it, it's, he's going to have a future then go for it buy him because it can't go any lower i mean My, i could find autograph cards yeah. from like five bucks and under sometimes yes and that kind of the two things were brought what kind of came to my mind as we we're talking about this the first is what you brought up that why is okay you've got a rabid fan base they're super behind this guy like it reminded me of when people were so behind daniel bryan when he eventually won the world title like that was a huge deal Yep. So that they're behind the big E like they were behind Daniel Bryan at that time, but yet it doesn't translate to the cards, which is completely like completely opposite of every other aspect of the hobby. You know, if it's, 
if it's a, you know, NASCAR driver, if it's a baseball player, um, you know, whatever it is, like if they're having a good run and they've got a, a fan base behind them, their cards go up in value. People, the people start clamoring for their cards. We've I seen wonder it. if other things of Big E stuff, like other merch, like T-shirts, and like did that, did that go, did that start selling more? Uh, we still see, know. like when I go to wrestling events, I still see New Day stuff everywhere. So okay. it, it, again, is that that could be one of those things where it's just not translating over into the cardboard world, and you know they're buying the figures or the shirts and not the cards. So that's that. The other thing I was thinking is. And we've talked about this before, I think. In every other aspect of the hobby, when you've got the top dog, the top guy, the champion, the, the, t- the team that won the Super Bowl, whatever it is, like that is generally what holds the most value. In wrestling, it doesn't seem like people care one bit about who's got a belt, who's on top, any of that stuff. Like Alexa Bliss cards, selling like crazy, hasn't been on TV very much in you know, the last few months there's a but, tna factor there for that though yeah um i think it's also like character based you know people still like the fiend he's not been on tv in ages but they they identify with that character mm-hmm. so maybe it's again like pokemon character over like in-ring attributes does that gotcha you know, yeah, you yeah. See and and then like what really drove home the point with this is i have a big e one of one card that i got in a lot i've had the cards during his entire well not his entire but close to the entire world title run that biggie had and i got maybe one or two people trying to offer me some super low ball offers on it but i only have a one-of-one card priced at i think i have it just under a hundred dollars which is pretty reasonable for a Mm -hmm. one-of-one card and nobody seems to care i mean like you know that's generally when somebody is taken off on top they want to go after the more rare stuff the autos you know you talked about autos I got an auto in a collection recently, sold for 10 bucks. And I'm just like, man, this guy's the champion and his belt, his autographs are selling for $10. Like yeah. I, I priced it at what I saw comps going for. So it was not like I was trying to under, you know, just to get rid of it or anything. I was like, what are biggie autographs going for in this range with this type of card? Okay. If that's what the market says it is. So yeah. It's just, uh, I, I just, yeah, I just don't, I don't get it. And there's a laundry list of other talent we can say the same thing about too. Oh, and I'm sure we'll and, get to it if we keep doing these, this is your cards. Yeah. And it's, um, it's unfortunate. It's like that. I mean, um, you know, everybody's trying to look for, you know, prospecting for their talents like that. I mean, uh, I don't understand why they just don't kind of go outside the norm, but you know, again, the market will always dictate what's going to be the value there, obviously. So, um, and the market in this case is deter- is determining essentially the fan base, which yep. is weird. And, and again, maybe it's the fan base just isn't buying cards. Back to that again. Or or his particular fan base doesn't yeah. like to buy yeah. cards or his particular fan base doesn't like to invest in anything outside of New Day stuff. That's true. Yeah, that could be too. I mean, there's, there's all kinds of potential reasons there for something like that, but I'm sure every talent's got some sort of reasoning maybe there or something but you know it's an it's interesting fall- discussion no matter which way you slice it yeah it still falls down to the end of the to the avenue of you know why don't wrestling fans collect wrestling cards but you know we'll see it, it uh be the be the mystery for all times like that what is well, the meaning of life <laughs> well we keep trying i mean we're gonna we're gonna go as long as we can and fight the good fight and keep pushing wrestling card information and trying to grow the hobby so 
Um, I think this is another great episode. We're going to do Batista next time. I don't know when this yes. will, when will be, but we're doing Batista. And I've already got some interesting wild card plays in my mind. So you're going to want to, you know, it might be a month from now, but you're going to want to stay tuned for that. Uh, in the meantime. I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be ready. I'm going to have stuff ready for that. Oh, great. This, this is already going to, could this be, could this top the Brutus Beefcake episode? I don't know, but it could be close. Could be close. Tony, let everybody know where they can find you. WrestlingTradingCards.com. 20th anniversary this year, folks. I was just Come give ready us to a say. check out. <laughs> Come check us out. Everything you need to know about wrestling trading cards is going to be there. Uh, checklist information, uh, how to find me, get a hold of me. There's all kinds of different social media platforms, email address. All that stuff can be found at the bottom of every page on WrestlingTradingCards.com. You can check out all of my information at Zan Morning on Twitter, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, all pretty much everything. The big, big places though, wrestling with cards on YouTube, wrestling with cards, the podcast, please subscribe, tell a friend about those platforms too. Uh, again, if you're interested in making wrestling card content, please reach out to us. We'd be happy to help you get started on that. We need more wrestling card content creators out there. Uh, thank you guys for supporting us continually. Anybody that listens to this show takes the time to send us a DM saying, Hey, you guys are doing good. Thank you for that. Uh, any donations, patrons, anybody buying the WTC shirts? Oh, wait, they're sold out. You can't buy sold them. Out. So everybody out, that baby. bought those, uh, just all the continued support. We're going to try to keep doing this for you each and every week. And until next week, which hopefully we'll be back. We'll see you.